Welcome back to another episode of Grounded with Dilly Dave. Today, we're vibing at Red Betty's Bar, diving deep into the world of Shine and Armour, a rapper who's been making waves from the shores of South Africa to the bustling streets of Melbourne. Before we jump into the episode, we've got some quick housekeeping. Just a reminder that this podcast will release two episodes a week on Wednesday and Sunday afternoon, 5pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. There is also a Spotify playlist called Grounded Tunes that will contain music from guests of the podcast. I encourage you to check it out to get the full Grounded experience. Now for today's guest. Hailing from South Africa and deeply rooted in the boom bap sounds, Shining Armor is not just any MC. He's a storyteller, a lyrical genius, and a force to be reckoned with in the Melbourne underground hip hop scene. With a presence that's undeniable, He's taken the city's music scene by storm, leaving an indelible mark with every beat and rhyme. In this episode, we explore Shining Armor's journey, from his early hip-hop days in South Africa, being tested in different scenes, and his current mission down under in Melbourne. Drawing from life's highs and lows, his music tells a story that's both personal and relatable, making him a standout in the world of hip-hop. With a staggering seven albums and a mixtape to his name, there's no shortage of tracks to get lost in. Dive into his rich catalog on Spotify and experience the raw energy and passion that Shining brings to the table. Sit back, relax, and let this episode take you on a journey from South Africa to Melbourne, all through the lens of hip-hop. Let Shining's story inspire and entertain you. And remember everybody, stay grounded. Woohoo! All right, here we go, back at it, welcome beings of the multiverse to another episode of grounded with dilly dave aka the milky bar kid today i'm joined by shining shining armor um thank you for coming down today yeah uh joining us to hopefully get ourselves and others grounded finding common ground sharing it yeah talking about it how's the um how's the feels today what's happening uh it's uh it's one of those days it's raining yeah (laughs) Uh, it wasn't raining earlier, so you know how the day gets. You just, you know, just have to wing it as you go, man. Mm. It's, a, it's a good day. It's a productive day. It's it's a good day. Can't complain. Do you uh do you get affected by the weather pretty easily? Is it does it impact too much? Or? It doesn't impact me. It impacts my daughter, and that yeah. impacts me. <laughs> so so it kind of does. Right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, because yeah, how, how she how her moods actually, you know flip the whole day determines how my day goes you know Mm. so if the weather's not so great then she's my best sign to know that you know the weather's not good you know she's always up on something bro (laughs) constantly winging it you know but yeah right so um she is not a fan of the of the rain or is that is that what happens you know i think it's because it's a it's a it's a new life mm. for her so she's experiencing new things uh at that age like what nine ten months yeah so she sees rain but you know she thinks it's a storm you know what i mean you know <laughs> so you never really know what she's going through when she when the weather changes but right. she can be pretty grumpy or just depends just depends on how it is and you just constantly looking at how she reacts to the weather from the previous day if it was hot then you know she's 
all happy and you yeah. know and then it's raining and it's gloomy and then she becomes all sad and crying and you don't know what what's going on you know right yeah raising yeah. a real melburnian out here <laughs> hey, straight <laughs> up bro hardcore <laughs> and original <laughs> yes no g born with a rain jacket and uh and uh swimming trunks hey, as bro. well <laughs> I, I keep saying to myself the day we go to south africa she might not even handle the weather there <laughs> yeah because <laughs> she's so used to the white hair you know yes yeah, so, imagine it'd be a massive difference yeah, in climate yeah, and stuff should be should be so before we get really deep into uh whatever it is yeah the general chat and powwow you know this is grounded with dilly dave a great way to get grounded is to acknowledge the sacred ground they were on yeah and they were recording on yeah. so i'd like to pay my respects to the traditional custodians um combination of the Boonarong and the Wurundji people of the Kulin Nation is kind of where I've been operating at the moment. So mm-hmm. just like to uh, acknowledge them and, you know, their land. Yeah. Also like to uh, pay respects to elders past, present and emerging and, you know, just uh, give the sentiment that sovereignty was never ceded. Treaties weren't signed. Treaties weren't signed. And um, yeah. I think it's uh, important to have a level of awareness around that when we share our own stories. Yeah. How do we feel about that? Yeah. Hey, man. Hey. It, it's sad, to be honest with you. When, mm. What went down is just sad, you know? Um, I I relate to it. And at the same time, I don't have power to control it. Mm. You know? It affects me indirectly or directly you know but you know it hurts to know that the people of the land don't have a voice about what happens on their land Mm. you know what i mean yeah after after so long it being you know their terrain their worlds it's been forever yeah since day one yeah legitimately one of the ogs in the game of humanity you know the First and Nations of Australia. They don't have a say in anything. In a- anything. Like, literally. Right. It's sad. It's Yeah. Because, uh, you know, sh- sure, there's something to be said about what can be done within a community. But if that community is too um, isolated or is not backed by any kind of resource or support, yeah. then, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lack of power that's happening Yeah, there. it's almost like they'd rather have them extinct. Yeah, or, to not that's even worry the, or about. Or that's the plan, to get them forgotten about in the history of this land. Yeah. And you can't. Yeah. That's the, sad, that's the craziest thing about it. Like, you can't forget the people who were here before everyone else. Yeah, I mean, it was a good attempt for a couple hundred years there of trying to really erase what was happening. Mm. Um, And yeah, I guess we certainly still see signs and evidence of that, you know, in in the current day. But uh, yeah, so much has been wiped. You know, and these are the same people who are actually trying so hard to wipe them out in whatever way they are trying still step into platforms where they are more vocal than them and then have the courage to say um, statements or, or, or things like, you know, um, we, we commemorate the past, present. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like you, yes. you get, like you're saying, you don't want them to have a voice, 
but then yet you still do these virtuous virtue signaling acts what does that mean in it's this like... <laughs> in this attempt to like appear yeah good when yeah. when the the intention or the execution or the output or the result yeah. doesn't really match or align what with the, that yeah you know what's the end game to that you know Cause, well, the, yeah. okay let's say for instance finally they are wiped out and they're no longer there mm. i uh, is that still going to continue you know using right you know their land and Given commemoration to their land and their ancestors, and 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 and. Well, I think that's a, that's a way to, in a way, Loki get away with it, right? Like that's this. It's it's an illusion. Oh, it's a, it's a it's it's barely a symbolic gesture, right? Yeah. It's more just um, it's more like housekeeping for them. Yeah. yeah. It's just like oh, we'll get this little yeah this busy little job out of the way. Yeah. yeah. And we don't have to think about it. Yeah. You know, which you know, bringing that back to me during the introduction, at the start of my podcast. Yeah. You know, like uh, there's certainly, um, you know, there's some thoughts behind it. Like, okay, well, what does that actually do? Mm. Um, you know, what is the actual point of that? Mm. Are you doing it mm. just because it's what other people do, or mm. you are you doing mm. it because you want to kind of keep those people, ideas, and culture alive mm. a- a- and remembered? You know. Mm. True. So yeah, it can be tough to really understand when people, you know, have an acknowledgement, or you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's uh, actually filled with good intent or is it yeah. just a throwaway kind of gesture. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's it's a tricky one. It's, yeah. Certainly is. So, um, you you've come from is it Swata? Swat? How do you how do you pronounce the Place he came from from South Africa, Soweto. Soweto. Yeah. Soweto. Southwestern Township. It's a it's an abbreviation of Southwestern Township. Oh, that's Soweto. what it is. Okay. Yeah. And you were from Meadowlands. 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 Hey. Uh, is a uh, it's it, it's almost it's like Glenroy, Coburg. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Meadowlands has got like uh, I'd say brr, 11, 11 mini town ta- mini suburbs. Yeah. 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 Is that how um, a lot of South Africa is set up, like a combination or grouping of little suburb towns brought together and then they have their own um, so little names? Well, or how does that kind of so, work? So it, how Soweto was was built up, firstly, it was uh, a place created to move. Um, they moved black people out of the city. Right. Johannesburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they built um, Soweto. And there was um, the first township built in Soweto was Orlando. And then after Orlando, there was uh, um, Dube and then Middlelands. Middlelands okay. is the biggest uh, township in, in Soweto. Okay. So they moved people um, doing uh, the segregation acts. Right. It, meaning that when they placed you in a certain area... That's where your culture was confined. Yeah, so they'd they'd put like your Zulus in one area, your Sutus in one area. Yeah. Um and everybody would have different languages. Like in Middlelands itself, there's there's they called zones. There's zone one to ten. Wow. And within zone one to ten, that's where you find Zulus, Swana, Pedi, Kosa, Shangan, all these cultures are divided in those 
areas. Wow. Yeah. Did that, um, I mean, what did that look like on the ground? Did that actually, did that work at all? The, the, the kind of grouping of those different... It depends if, it, it depends on how, how, what they were trying to achieve when they did that. Because when, back in the days before they moved people to Soweto, everybody, like a household, for instance. Yeah. In Sophia Town. Sophia Town was uh, almost like uh, the black section in 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 Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. Where this is where they ended up moving everybody to go to Soweto. Right. So in Sophia Town, a household would probably have kids or families, around six families in one household. Yeah, yeah. And that's different languages in one household. That's insane. So... That was to almost like they tried to separate. It was almost like a divide and conquer type of situation that happened. Right. Removing them from a space where the kids don't grow up knowing too much. Right. Knowing what what a city is, kind of what happens in, I guess, the, you know, the marketplace. Yeah. And, and, and not only that, but I mean, imagine, imagine this. A kid raised in a household of six different languages and six different cultures mm. and six different traditions. And yeah. they grow up knowing more than one thing. So they become even more smarter than your average because they know how to speak six different languages right. growing up. And when the fathers are at work, the mothers are teaching the kids. Mm, okay. So if, if a mother, a Zulu mother is out then the zulu kids would go and chill with the twana mother and now they are l- learning how to do twana traditions and customs and right. how to eat talk and 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 yeah so those kids were becoming actually a lot more well-rounded even though that was not the, the intention the intention yeah okay. so it became a thing of we need to separate these people divide and conquer soweto let's create this place move them all there and just keep them there and then mm. they can only move when um, they go to work, right? And you had to have a you had to have a pass to to leave Soweto and come back in. It had to be stamped. And if you were caught on the street when people are at work, you'd go to jail. Because what are you doing? Why are you walking? Yeah, around? yeah. And I imagine it was heavily patrolled and mir- yeah, yeah, militarized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, all was those he- it was heavy. Even yeah. the, mo- the, f- the there was a forced removal of people in 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 Johannesburg in Sophia Town. Right. They were forcefully moved ah. from uh, Sophia Town to Soweto, and this happens like at like. Think about it. Half past three, four a.m. People are sleeping. Oh yeah, and, they, and it I just becomes that's... a whole bomb rush of. Yeah, Get out. I, yeah, I guess that's whole part of the the fear tactics and stuff. Which yeah, which they used very yeah. every day. Yeah, you know? so that's how Soweto was 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 formed. Yeah, and so your your family was living in Johannesburg before. Yeah, my my, my family. Your, your mom? My mom, my mom was raised in Soweto. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my grandmother is uh, originally from uh, the Free State. But moved to to uh, Johannesburg because of work, right? And and then all that those you know historical events were happening around yeah. her time. Mostly. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Do um, did your family or did you, did your grandmom grandmother talk about it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, 
I, I was the one grandchild who used to poke at her just to find information. Right. How did she survive through certain events of the history? Yeah. It, it wasn't easy for her at all. Like, mm. you know, she's 93 since, what, three weeks ago? So she's, she's wow. still at it. Wow, <laughs> still kicking hard. She's still kicking hard. and Built ha- different. Happy to be, you know, a great grandmother. Yeah, yeah, continuously <laughs> you know, passing on the wisdom yeah, and the yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really yeah, cool. Um, so you've been in Melbourne for about a year? Yeah. About a year? About a year. How's it been? Tell us a, a bit about the lead up to coming over here and then how you kind of like, um, yeah, what happened when you first hit the ground and, you yeah. know, setting up your family in a new home and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, it's been an interesting journey, to be honest with you. Before I got here, there were stereotypes that, you know, you go to that place, there's racism, there's... There's so many things that are going to be against your skin color or, or, or this, that, that. You know mm. what I mean? But then half the time when I get information like that, it's always a thing of, have you been there? Right. They, they just heard it from somebody else. You Who did you it hear it from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and were they there? Okay, you know what? Let me go find out. I'll be back. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you get here and then I got here. With all those stereotypes and suggestions and opinions of people who have never been here, mm. to find that it's just like any other country. Right. You know, uh, if racism exists, it exists everywhere else. Mm. You know, if crime exists, it exists everywhere else. Yeah. Corruption, it exists everywhere else. Totally. So, they, they're universal. Yeah, you know, they, they're always there. Yeah. Uh, it depends on which wolf you would rather feed yeah to true. get to what you're looking for you know what i mean right i mean if if, if racism would have hit uh or you see a, a sign of racism if you entertained it it becomes a thing yeah you're kind of giving it um attention and life yeah, you give it a life yeah but if you if you move on the person who's trying to start are we allowed to swear here yeah of course oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just making sure yeah please so yeah you know um whoever's trying to start any kind of uh, tension or whatever you know mm. they and they don't get your attention they look like the fools they, yeah they, they feel crappy about damn i didn't get a response right what's and the other word that i can use <laughs> you know what i mean because <laughs> yeah. they're trying to get your attention but you're not giving it to them so mm. I, I to be honest with you if i've met any of the the the, the stereotypes that were feeded that, that I was fed before arriving here, if I've met any, I don't think I've given them that much time for mm. me to actually see them in full action. You right. know what I mean? Um, Australia is, is a dope place, man. I met, I've met people like you. I've met a lot yeah. of people who are vibrant and out there and are doing things. And that encourages me to actually, you know, see a, a, an even better side of Australia. Yeah. Not to say none of the stuff will ever not happen to me. It will when it happens. Sure. And how it happens will all determine on how much I give into whatever has happened. Yeah, because yeah, you, know you can I mean? surrender and give it power, give it yeah. life, yeah. or you can leave it in the past. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, yeah, I got here and I looked for hip hop. That was the first thing I, I kind of like wanted to do. Yeah. And, and how does one coming out from uh, somewhere else, how do you look? Are, are we talking about like Googling Melbourne hip hop or like how did you look I, for it? I would it? say, I would say that's how I started. Yeah. 
I searched up Australian hip hop. I saw all sorts of videos, like especially the latest, um, your like drill sound. Yep, yep, yep. And I was trying to figure out, okay, there's drill here. There's, but where's the where's that boom bap? Mm. You know, now I'm trying, try, starting to look around. It's not as loud. Yeah, it's not out there. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay. It it makes sense that it's not because of the times we live in. You know? Yeah. Commercial music, that sound is everywhere. So there's no way you... It's not that easy for you to look for hip-hop. It's like a rare vinyl, that hardcore boom-bap hip-hop. You have to go to the vinyl shop search through the decks there and find that, you know... Dig the crates. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it became a whole thing like that. I was like, okay, since the, the internet is showing me this, let me see if I can go out and find. And then I started looking for events that hold down um, hip-hop shows. Yeah. And the first event that I went to was the Onyx event when Onyx came through last year at Laundry. Bar. Laundry, yeah, right. That was my first hip-hop event cool. when I got here. That seems pretty... Pretty serious, pretty legit. Yeah. yeah. I, I, what made me gravitate to it was, one, it's Onyx. Hey. So I knew whoever was going to go see Onyx listens to the kind of hip-hop I do. Mm. There's no doubt. No commercial guy can just go listen to Onyx. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, this particular mindset that you yeah, kind of Yeah, you know, so I was like, okay, it. I'm going to connect when I get there. And then, yeah, I had... I had Met uh, Onyx in South Africa before. Oh, no shit. So, pre-existing kind of bit of rapport. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, there was a hip-hop event that happen- that happens annually in South Africa. Right. Uh, called Back to the City. Ah, okay. So, they performed at Back to the City uh, a couple of years back. So, when I saw Onyx after the show, I was like, yo, guys, what's up? And Fredo was like, yo. You that dude from Africa. Hey. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me. And he kind of like introduced me to a few of the guys around in the room. Yeah. Uh, and this was at Laundry that this night? This was at Laundry that yeah. night. He introduced me to Lil Jace. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Lil Jace, yeah. Yeah, he introduced me to Lil Jace. He introduced me to the Posse Shot okay. guys. Yep, yep. Uh, there's a guy who does the beat as well. Um, he's one of the two. Uh, I forgot, oh, yeah, his, I name. I forgot his name But yeah The Posse Shot guys Okay And Yeah A couple of other peeps there And Yeah From then on I met I was actually rolling with the Yankee, Yankee Yeah 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 Yankee Lee is a videographer Yeah totally he, Shout out Shout out to Yankee shout Lee Shout out to Yankee Lee he, hey. he takes dope videos and photos And he's a dope rapper as well Yeah He can yeah, hold it yeah, down Yeah So he I, He's the first connection to hip-hop before the onyx gig right 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 so you 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 guys are kind of messaging a little bit yeah because i met him two weeks after i got here yeah and then after that two weeks uh he hit me up yo there's a uh, halloween party do you want to go like yeah yeah is it hip-hop He's like, yeah that's hip-hop let's go yeah yeah and then yeah. that's the night i met you hey i met kudos yeah I met Ruckman, I met Kai. Yeah, Kai. Yeah. I met almost everybody that I'm now close with today. Totally, yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I invited uh Yankee to the Onyx gig. Yeah, and then yeah. He was yeah, taking yeah. footage of of Ooh. Basically, let me tell you something that I haven't actually been saying. Yeah, let me when hear I it. got here and met Yankee, we started a a, a, a shooting a a Doco? You could say 
uh, called Looking for Hip Hop in Australia. Oh, that's a great idea. And I, I literally, we shot like good five, six, six episodes of that. No shit. I just haven't dropped them. Oh, so they're up ready to go. And they're all ready. They're just chilling. Wow. And funny enough, we've been still doing a lot of other things. Yeah. And that's part of just documenting this whole thing. Mm. So I'm thinking eventually when we, when my head is like, okay, I think it's time we can do it. Yeah. It will be just one full episode about me coming to Australia. And this cool. is how I found everything and everyone. I think that would be so interesting, you yeah. know, for people who are, you know, from Melbourne, Australia or, or anywhere, like yeah. how somebody finds and yeah. gets into it. Because uh, not only is that, I, I think for a lot of artists who aren't heavy on socials and who aren't like streaming everywhere where yeah. they are, I think, you know, it's quite a vulnerable space and you might not be so keen on like having all of that footage and visual around that yeah, but i think yeah. it just shows how proactive both you and yankee are to be like you know yeah. what this is an opportunity this is a story this yeah. is something yeah let's yeah, capture yeah. it i think he also didn't get it only after like the third or fourth he noticed that we were onto something yeah <laughs> and then things were kind of like changing into a different dynamic and now just moving around looking for hip-hop like we did mm. kind of like kind of like came to a pause because now there was new things that now we were interested in and yeah. we kind of like shifted attention from what was happening to the bigger picture and now we found our, ourselves more active in so many things that it's not even easy for me to just call him up and be like yo let's go do this mm. you know because he's also now caught up in his world and it's right. all based around the things that we we both love you know he loves yeah. shooting um being an mc at a club uh just you know yeah so we're now trying to find time to meet up but then we still do and when we meet up it's like yo let's catch up how you doing man you yeah know, kind of situation. there's um you know there's some people that you link up with and the and like the friendship or what, yeah. whatever it is isn't necessarily based on hanging out it's a bit yeah. more based on like being out and there in the thick of it, especially if you're a creative, you know, you want to find other people who are kind of doing the thing and it, cause it gives you a really good excuse to, yeah. to engage with that. Yeah. 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 Now that's true. Do you feel like you've been lucky with, um, you know, your entrance who you kind of ran into and, and, and how it all happened or do, do you feel like, you know, you came in with a certain level of intention and, and maybe a little bit of, you know, organizing, organizing your mind to kind of, uh, make manifest some of this. I think, uh, I manifested most of the relationships, even yeah. the things that are happening now, because I knew what I wanted. You know, when you know what you want, mm. so many other opportunities open up. Yeah. Because you know what you want and you right. know how to move. So when you find yourself in a space or an opportunity that you've, you've pre-created, it's easy to spot the people who are part of that opportunity right because you've primed yourself and the spaces around you yeah. to see those patterns yeah, or signs you know what I mean? or and at the same time i am i'm i'm very curious i'm, I'm a very curious person especially mm. when i meet people i want to know about you what do you do and how do you do it here in australia mm. yeah and you know how does it work for you so mm. i'm i, I I'm not afraid to talk to anyone. I talk to everyone. Like, I think you've noticed. I'm, yeah. I'm constantly talking to strangers half the time. I can go to a party alone and chill, you know? So That's interesting because um, 
you know, I guess like most interviews or podcasts, people talk about like the origin of the name. But, you know, um, the front end yeah. of Shining Armor is, is Shire. Wondering, is that just like, because you like <laughs> messing around letters or do you actually used to have some quality of being shy and, and, and you've kind of worked on that? You know, what's yeah. the story behind I, Shining I, Armor? Yeah, the, the shy does represent a shy part of me. Mm. Uh, I'm, I just, through the years, worked how on my confidence. Mm-hmm. And my confidence kind of like now protects the shyness and it's like mm. out there like yo how you doing hey, you good yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. but I'm genuinely a shy guy half the time you know right so and, yeah so it was kind of the idea look I'm just making assumptions here yeah. you can correct me but yeah. um you know shining armor is like is hip-hop or music the armor that you can use to build this confidence to go out and do your thing is this kind of like the idea that's happening or you know with, with the name the name thing is very it's a it's a, it's a rapper's thing. <laughs> I think as a rapper, you probably even end up changing your name seven, eight times right. trying to get the right name. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And with my name, I think I had a couple of names before Shining Armor. Even Shining Armor, when I got to it, I called my I used to call myself Knight in Shining Armor. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. Knight in Shining Armor. I'm like, ah, that's a cool name. That's a cool name. Look at ourselves a romantic over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then it got to a point where I, I was sitting to myself. I'm like, yeah, Knight in Shining Armor is a dope name. But then knights always die. Yeah. It's a beautiful sacrifice for the cause. True. But, yeah. Knights always die. But the Shining Armor always remains. As dented as it is. Ah. And it's been through all war stories. But when the knight dies, the armor is always there. That's uh, that's kind of a, that's a really cool idea and concept. So I was like, shit, mm. you know, I, I'm not, I'm not a knight. Don't so it's me. almost like even after you're done with the armor, it's going to end up on a mantle for somebody else to take you know, and, and and use appropriately. Yeah, whether it's my works, whether it's my music, whether it's how I moved. Yeah, the memory of shining armor will remain. As and however it always, you know, remains in stories or folk tales or story mm. tales, because you never really know who Shining Armor or the Knight in Shining Armor is. Yeah. You just know that they exist or existed. Right. And they works. You know, the armor symbolic of the people, but you don't necessarily know the face behind. That's crazy. Uh, was there any kind of, because um, with your earlier album arts yeah yeah you know incorporating some some armor and some kind of yeah, like spartan yeah, aesthetic yeah. and all that kind of stuff was there a particular um army ancient army or historic army that you know really kind of that that you really liked that you kind of like dug did you uh, ever geek out on any that kind of like I, I i used to watch a lot of those movies but yeah. I, I never really uh knew the, the the armies per se right right you know i loved medieval yeah. stories of you know even the, the the knights i just loved the idea around right having knights around around yeah the rent exactly you know yeah, what i mean yeah, even yeah. when i created um a crew called scf uh, it was a crew of like seven seven rappers three uh seven rappers two beat makers and then we had three ladies who were helping us out with 
the admin, the management, and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. So for me, when we sat on the table, I felt like we were knights. Mm. They didn't know that. I knew it because you know I was the the idea. I came up with the idea. Yeah. So I wanted to see it in a specific way. <laughs> yeah, it's a council without the hierarchy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how it was for me. It was just like, this is so cool. Just putting people together and breaking bread and making moves and just creating monumental, you know, moments yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. It was just, you know. Yeah, these epic, uh, heroic moments, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, and then it comes to the album covers. It kind of like, you almost see through the album covers how I shed the night. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, it was very the interesting. the first one, it's, it's the, the night in shining armor and standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but I had already moved the night. But in the lyrics, when you hear it, I'm still mm, using myself okay, as okay. Armor, night in shining armor. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. And then on the second one has the Spartans. Yep. Where now it's more and and bear in mind the 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 album covers were actually reflecting my emotions and how I felt on the projects. Interesting, because the first one is called Wrong R O N G. Yeah, um, r- r- raging on neutral grounds. Ah, okay, yeah. So talk they, us through they, that. So basically, I created a a a, a trilogy. Yeah, my first. Three albums are a trilogy. Wrong, rough. Wrong, rough, and rugged. Rugged, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first one is Raging on Neutral Grounds. That's why you find the knight there just standing there. Mm. And it's about to be war, but you're not sure. Is he chilled? Is he angry? Is Calm he, before the storm kind of thing. You know feel. what I mean? And then the second one is called Rough. R U double F. Releasing Underground's Frustrated Forces. Yeah, right. Some and then angst. You, now you see the Spartans now going in and mm. they, you know, now they're attacking. Yeah, the action. Kind of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, those, especially those two projects, they express how I came in, how I felt about the game. And then after releasing that project, how people responded to my music, the gatekeepers, now mm. I was now facing things that I never thought existed. And right. I put all that stuff on. That's why releasing Underground's Frustrated Forces because I was frustrated on how I'm dropping dope music but it's not being played on radio. Right. What kind of criterias or red tapes are there out there that, you know, it's not easy for you to just blow up like I thought it would be. Right. People aren't just handing out free passes. You or know whatever. what I mean? Yeah. And And then Rugged, when I dropped Rugged, my mindset was just, I was done with just fighting the red tapes and all of that. I just decided, you know what? Mm. Clearly, it's not about what I thought it was. Let me create music. Yeah. Let me just enjoy making music and expressing myself without really focusing so much on trying to be the artist. Yeah, or being a resistance fighter or yeah, fighting or the powers that be or angry it, or, you right. know what i mean let me create music let, let's see how that goes and so before i dropped that last piece i had uh, a pre-ep before that called the the arrival mm. on the arrival that's where you start hearing my transition into starting to make music that is timeless now now it's about 
you know, spreading the message, having a message. Right. My my stories turned into great music. You were you freed know? up to be able to pursue that instead of being weighed down by yeah, the, by the other know, stuff. You know, because I, I mean, growing up, you you want to get a record deal, you want to be on TV, you want to you want this that because mm. that's what all you could see on TV. So it was like, yeah. okay, my favorite rappers are on TV, man. I also want to do that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. But then after those two projects, something just switched in me. Like, dude, you are as good as they are. You don't need approval or validation for who you are and the kind of music you're doing. Yeah. You're actually a great musician. And maybe you don't need that platform. You don't need that platform. Yeah. How about you just do music and try and get it out there the way you think is best mm. for the music. Mm. And you can hear it through my music. Like, even when I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, I was so angry here. Damn, I was ex- I was extremely angry here. Right. But here, there's calmness. There's a change of character. Like, there's now a mature version of me. Mm. And you can, from that point on, you could actually feel it for the rest of the albums. That now there's a different shining armor the first two was night in shining armor he was angry he's combat ready you know what i mean yeah. but then this one is is a different artist overall you know even the way i started moving you could actually see that it was no longer about trying to get the 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 the, the industry's attention mm. what did it look like uh on the ground floor in um in the particular scenes and pockets that you were kind of operating in like cuz I guess we're talking somewhere between 20 and 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this that right? Between 2000, between 2000 and yeah. 2015. Okay, so five albums and a mix, a mix uh, mixtape. Seven albums. Seven albums, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, what did it look like entering that scene and kind of figuring it out and, and, and kind of, you know, building pockets of people who were I think you know. um we had sessions we had hip hop sessions that happened every week um and we'd move from one location to another okay uh within Soweto just like uh venues backyards yeah, just like we doing yeah uh, we we'd hit like we'd your your blue bar yeah. move from blue bar to laundry yeah depending on what is happening but we had it every month there was Splash Jam, there was Dungeon Shack, there was um, 1808, there was Slag Okay. And we moved, we knew where to go. And this happened every, almost every Sunday. And this is where mm. the hip-hop communities were meeting up. Right. I guess the, the beauty of that is, you know, you're not just stuck in that one spot. You get a little bit of trickle from... People who would go to different venues. Yes, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense to have it the moving, having yeah, it a moving yeah, thing. Yeah. So it, it got us ex, uh, ex, exposed to what other townships around us are doing and sounding like. Oh, right. So you actually got a good insight into the different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Scenes and stuff. Because it was yeah. happening in the same. So it was like one little, we call it a country though. <laughs> it's like our little country. Sure. Yeah. But. Everybody is is got their own styles within it. Like okay. my my hood, Middlelands, is known for the hardcore boom bap rap. Right. You know. Yeah. And yeah. then you go into Deepa Soweto, your Dobsonville, 
and your like your snake parks. There's um, snake park is a hood, by the way. Okay. <laughs> There's uh, guys who do like your your uh, we call it vernacular rap, uh, uh, rapping in your hardcore home language. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Oh, cool, yeah. And then you go into your Pimville, uh, Pimville, Dube, and you find almost like the commercialness okay. of hip hop. Little you know radio I mean? polish yeah, on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody had something to contribute. And we would meet up once a w- once every week. Yeah. To just see what's new, who's hot, you know? Were there any, were there ever any like clashes or anything in that? Yeah, always. Yeah. Hip hop has got turmoil well, everywhere. I Tension. guess, I guess, you know, but like my, uh, my experience, you know, and I guess the Melbourne pocket and, you know, yeah. my entry is, you know, it's pretty quiet and calm, mm. um, you know, from my experience. So I think uh, for me, it's interesting, like actually just hearing the, like yeah. the, the clash and the tension and, you know, yeah. the, the, the forces interacting with each other. And I guess, you know, that's a result that results in a massive amount of raw energy yeah. and, and a lot of engagement. Right. And people talk about engagement on social media and all that kind of stupid shit. Yeah. It's like that real life engagement yeah. was, was probably. Yeah, man, there was beefs. There was being booed off the stage. Hey, people are a little bit more harsh and critical. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that funny enough, just to touch on the booing that built a whole lot of artists. Mm. being booed off stage they don't do it nowadays but yeah. trust to me being booed off stage made who i am today well it's it, it, i don't think there's anything better for actual character building and there's nothing better than like having that feel of revenge or redemption right it's like Straight this redemption up. arc is you know some of the biggest hero journeys are always that redemption arc where there's this mad f- fail Straight th- up. Th- there's a choice there's a ch- there's a choice of just giving up yep. i mean like fuck it it is too yep. too tough or whatever that's it but i'm glad you say that you know like it's i, I guess that really translates to the world of you know stand-up comedy and yeah. you know you don't just get good without feeling horrible and shit and fucking it up and people yeah. giving you yeah. no feedback, feedback, you know? That's it. And then you look at how how now that that element does not exist. Yeah, totally. Look at the artists that are coming out now. Everybody's confident in what they're doing. Because regardless, nobody's giving them criticism. Yeah, regardless of quality. Yeah. yeah. Now everybody thinks they can do it. And when they come through and try it in our faces, we can't boo them. We have to be polite. Yeah, you're great. That frustrates you a lot? It does. Yeah. Because how I was built, it was hard, bro. It was like you had to earn it. Yeah. If you say you're great at this, do it in front of a bunch of people. And if they agree with what you are saying, then probably you're right. Yeah. But if they don't, you got to go back home and do 100 push-ups yes. before you come back on the stage and do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a lesson. It 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 was harsh, but it it was a reality check on yeah. whether you sure about you, you know how to do this or you need time to practice. Cuz otherwise what does it mean? What are the stakes? You know, it doesn't it doesn't mean much to be a hip-hop artist if you, you know, if you haven't got uh, you know, the validation or the credibility from the crowds and people yeah, in it, you know? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because nowadays, anybody can rap, dog. Anybody can get on stage and That's say So I found myself here. Yeah. <laughs> but you're a dope MC, bro. All right. Yeah. All right, we're fine. You're fine. Plenty to learn. 
still but yeah, that's what yeah, i'm yeah. saying there's room to learn yeah there's always room to learn when people tell you yo dog that was whack mm. yo dog work on your choruses mm. yo dog like i literally had a, a a friend of mine um okay he was a friend until like he didn't like my criticism yeah and then it offended him and it was like Dude, we, we were built this way. You're not going to take it from me? Right, that's crazy, yeah. So we hang out, we go to all these shows, we kill every show, but homie does not rap. Bear in mind, this guy does not rap. He's just with us. You know what I mean? All right, just part of the crew. And yeah, and he, he's absorbing all this influence and all of that. Yeah. One day we're writing a song. Yeah, I'm writing with you guys. Cool, you can write, let's go. Write, 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 write. And then when it's time to record, he starts kicking it. We're like, mm, dog, you need to work on one, two, three of, of your work. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the next track, probably you'll be better. Yeah. We were giving him constructive criticism. Yeah. To a point where he felt like, nah, you guys think I'm whack. You guys, we're like, no, you, we don't think you're whack. We're saying, yeah. you still need like 50 more push-ups to go. Yeah. Do 10 next week. Do 10 another week. Do, yeah. By the time we do this, You'll be a solid MC. And he thought, mm. nah, nah. Because he didn't understand. We come from, we did our time. We paid our dues. Right. He's just trying to start and just ride with the wave because he knows he has us. Right. But we, there shouldn't be any easy entry. It's something new. It's either you're going to learn it yeah. or you're, going, you're not going to do it at all. Because if you're going to learn right. it, you're going to learn it and do it right. And you have to be comfortable with being shit at it. Yeah. Certainly you know initially, I mean? yeah. Because eventually, some, it might not be us, but then you're going to kick to a battle rapper. He's going to diss you. Are you going to be ready? Well, that's the other thing. You're actually preparing them for everything that could happen in that in that in that world yep. in, in, in that in that scene That's in that it. atmosphere you know yeah and from then on he just decided nah I don't, I don't want to mess with these guys and then he stopped hanging with us and then mm. he was hanging with other peeps and it was like okay so you're gonna do what we are trying to teach you you're gonna just keep continue doing what you want to do with them because they're not gonna judge you or they're mm. not gonna give you constructive criticism because they already know you hang with us. So you oh, validated. Yeah, yeah. He actually just, uh, he just fucking sideswiped that cloud. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay. All right. Now, if, <laughs> if you want it that way, it's all good, bro. It's, a, it's all love. You know what I mean? Mm. So that, that era of, 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 of building up MCs and correcting them in the right way does not exist anymore. And these yeah. kids just pick up wherever they, they, wherever they are and they just go. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what, you know, I experience this a lot. You know, there's an artist that's been, you know, making music in their bedroom. Yeah. You know, that makes some, it sounds, it sounds, you know, cool. Like, it yeah. sounds great. You know, it yeah. sounds whatever. You know, you can kind of make anything sound good these days, yeah. I guess. True. But, you know, then they like the book a show or whatever, and you come out and you see them live, and they have no idea what it means to yeah. hold it down. They, they, they don't really know how to interact with other people or an audience, you know. Um, oh. they, they don't necessarily feel comfortable and then like they've got all their vocals in the in the tr- in the backing you know in the backing track bro. and they're just not like uh bro <laughs> you know they're not they're, they're not holding down their their bars or their verse on the spot you that's know that's it like there's a there's a there's something that I, I saw last week a guy was like if you need auto-tune to sing you're not a singer yeah don't sing get somebody else to sing <laughs> if you need 
backing tracks to rap or a full song to rap over, you're not a rapper. Mm. It makes sense. Yeah. Because if you can't do it with just the instrumental, yeah, then what's going on? What are you doing? Right. So how do you practice? I was watching this other guy perform. I'm not even going to mention names. Yeah, of course. This guy was performing on, uh, like his song was playing at the background. Yeah. And he's rapping. And there's a point where he's like, oh man, my breath, is, I'm running out of, I'm running out of air, man. And in my head, I'm like, dude, big pun. Do you know big pun? <laughs> right. Big pun wrapped his ass off and he was 10 times bigger than you are. Right, probably smoked a lot more, more Bro, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With no backing music. Yeah, just ready to and go. And you out here doing your thing with backing music and you're telling me yeah. you're tired. You just need to keep quiet and the song just keeps playing. Right, right. Yeah, you could just be moving your mouth and you get away with it. You know kind of, I mean? almost. I mean, Not really. And, but. and if artists are going to really push that kind of mandate of just getting on stage with music on without... Mm. What are you practicing? Well, what are you even performing? What you are know? you even learning? Yeah, well, that's, that's the other thing, you know, because uh, I actually find that I learn the most writing something live, you know, because every single time, you, you know, you fuck up a bar or a lyric mm. or mm. a timing of something... Uh, because the stakes are a bit higher and it's a bit more serious yeah. in your mind and you dwell on it a bit more, it's like, okay, I just have to fucking fix whatever yeah. I fucked up then. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if people aren't writing this stuff live or without lyrics, or another thing that I find is um, a good way to approach it mm. is, uh, you know, you just go to a poetry or spoken word night and you do your stuff a cappella so you can figure out all of that, like how your move, mouth can move around words, timing, cadence, flavors, you know, how to hold a room that's quiet and yep. it's just you, yep. you know, I think, and, and you yep. know, the stakes aren't as high as in terms of people getting um, like booed or whatever, yeah. you know, but yeah. I think you get to, you get to have a sense of how it's feeling live in the room. Yeah. There. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the best way to even know when when you've made a mistake you yeah. you would feel it yeah. and you need to learn how to even you need to learn how to even control yourself when you make a mistake without the beat there yeah how to react how to how to keep going yes because yeah, there's people yeah, who yeah. would make a mistake and be like oh man can we start that again? Can we start it? You know what I mean? It's like, okay. Or they just, they don't even know what to do. Because it's one thing, because that's the, that's one of the best options. Yeah. You know, it's just like, all right, pull up. Let's acknowledge and yeah. let's fucking reset. Yeah. I got this. Don't yeah. worry. You know, yeah. you can count on me. Yeah. But yeah, if you can. How uh, you do it? How yeah. do you pick up? Right. You need to learn how to pick yourself up without help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need to know how to do that. Because if you don't know how to do that, even in a cipher, you'll be like, ah. Oh, it's a bummer for everyone else. <laughs> and half the time, the people that are listening to you are not even seeing that you're doing a mistake. Oh, they, they, you are in your head. Yeah. You mess up in your head. And then you're showing us now that, hey, man, I messed up, man. We didn't yeah, hear that. Yeah, we, didn't, we had no idea. And then we're like, oh, man, okay, do it again. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, because, look, you know, if you're performing, you're going to make mistakes. Yeah, true. You know, Fact. look, you know, even if you practice a whole lot and, and obviously like I'm, I would encourage everyone to absolutely 
practice yeah. as much as they possibly can. Yeah. But you always have to prepare for the worst case scenario, whether that is remembering lyrics. So, you know, if you don't remember a couple bars, yeah. you have to at least be good with timing and know like the, the arrangement of the track so you yeah. can come in at a certain point. Yeah. Or if you've got the skill of being able to freestyle and you're only fucked up towards the end of the verse and you yeah. can just throw a couple lines in there just yeah. to fucking blend it into the hook or chorus, yeah. then all this kind of stuff is... Yeah. Uh, it's learning. It's learning and it's it's uh, stagecraft. It's learning, fam. Like, yeah. I'm still learning to this day. Mm. Every time I'm on stage, you might look at it as if it's easy because of my experience. But trust you me, I'm on there learning or trying to do something a bit different. Right. You're not looking to repeat the same thing over and over and over again. These has to be unique experiences for both you, you and the audience. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's, it's, it's about breath control. Yeah. I'm on stage trying to see how, last, how long I can last. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm on stage trying to see how 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 clear I, I can sound. Yeah, the enunciation and you know what I've I mean? been working on that a lot more. Just uh, actually trying to warp my mouth around the words it's to work. really. You constantly yeah. working, and you need to realize that. Mm. that that's how you grow yourself as an artist. And you should be thankful for any kind of criticism or feedback that you get. You know, trust. Because uh, if if it's if somebody if somebody says something, then it's it's certainly uh, obvious enough to fucking work on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> people aren't yeah. just saying it just because of you know. That's true. Whatever. That's true, man. Like that. That's a, a responsibility of an artist to always learn and listen, be a good listener as well. Mm. Not to say you need to take everything in that you told, but learn. You know where you messed up. Yeah. Go yeah. fix it. Yeah. And then listen to what other people are saying and probably add a little bit of spice to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. everybody's there in that room with you, hyping you up, giving life to this energy that is being created and they're contributing by their existence. Yeah. And yours yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's only right to take a little bit of something they give you. Yeah, I mean, if they're offering it for it, yeah, you should be thankful. You know for what it. I mean? Yeah. Um, so you are half of a group called Breaking Bread. Yeah, yeah. What do you call yourself? Breaking Bread Productions. Breaking Bread Productions. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk us through a little bit what's that about? Who's involved? What you guys are about? And what you guys have done? Yeah, yeah. And what we're do? What we're about to do? Um, Breaking Bread Productions is myself and T. Yeah. Um, Shout from, out to T. Yeah, from Fat, Fried, and Tasty. Mm, best best chick chicken in, in Melbourne. Yeah, hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, me and him are uh, uh, Breaking Bread Productions, and we we are for the culture. We work with the culture, and we network within the culture. Yeah. So Breaking Bread Productions is hosting events, um, it's putting uh, network sessions with artists to come through at Fat and eat mm. and talk, get yeah. to know each other. Um, basically, we, we 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 exist in a way that brings the culture together, right? Um, and encourages togetherness mm. to work together, to create together. Because um, hip hop is ours; it's not one person's 
thing. Yeah, or, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a shared thing. Yeah, we all contribute towards it and we are trying to put a spotlight on people who are actually working and working together Mm. to grow this culture we love called hip-hop so active people we want to work with active people yeah yeah and even those that are not active we we exist so that they can have an example of what it looks like to be active right and they can be encouraged to want to be active okay cool so it can be um it can be a a platform or a group or collective that kind of invites and encourages people to get in kind of shows them what it looks like and gives them yeah you know we're talking about uh confidence earlier you know and how that's something you have to develop every time obviously you see that need in other people and you want to help harness and grow that yeah i mean that mostly happens at the net networking sessions yeah um you, if 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 I've seen you perform and we're having a conversation about performing, I drop it in there. Like, yo, yeah. the last performance I saw was dope, but you know what I mean. There's always yeah. a but because yeah. not everybody was is a yes man, and they'll be like, yeah, no, you dope, you dope. No, I'll give my two cents mm. added and be like, yo, dog. But next time, don't look down or don't perform to the DJ. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll yeah. give my two cents. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. those are the kind of environments we're trying to create where we are all learning not to say everybody must be a rapper or everybody must be a dj or any part because we need lawyers in hip-hop yeah you know managers we need so many different categories promoters already exist but they're existing individually they need to connect yeah and we are trying to be the connectors the plugs. So how did you um how did you initially meet up with T and then how did you to uh come to the point of like we have to do something and this is what it looks like, this is what it will be? Um this happened on my journey of trying to find hip hop. Right. Uh I meet up with uh Deets from the Get Down, shout out Deets yeah, the Get shout, Down. Shout out Deets. Yeah, he's been uh him and the Get Down have been holding it down for ages. Yeah. Pre COVID they were one of the yeah. biggest kind of um entities of putting on gigs okay. people. Um yeah. No, I have been to a ton of their gigs. Okay. Going back four plus years Dope. ago. Yeah. And I found Deets doing my research online. Oh, there we go. I look Instagram, I find uh, the get down. I'm like, hey, this is dope. What is yeah. this? Yeah. I hit up Deeds. I hit up. I didn't know he was Deeds there. Now go in. I'm like, yo, how do I get to perform on this platform? Mm. What do you need from me? Yeah. And then he's like, no, we need to meet up sometime and then we'll chop it up. And then we made a time and then we met up and we chopped it up and it was cool. I was cool. I was like, yo, man, you dope, man. You got to put me on. Hey. Just like, yeah. I was like, yo, whatever you're doing, whatever's happening, <laughs> just let me know. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a week later, he had a dinner at Fat. Yeah, right. There you and go. And then he invited me. At, yeah. At, uh, initially, it was the, the second Breaking Bread networking session. Okay. So you... So so T and Deets were already like T and Deets are, are homies. Yeah, yeah, okay, T okay. T had dinners where he was just calling people out. Ah, right, right, and right, saying, right, right. Let's chill. Let's, yeah. let's chill and eat. Yeah. So the second one that happened, uh, Deets pulled me up like, "Yo, pull up, come, 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 meet some homies." Yeah. 
I pull up and then he introduced me to some homies and introduced me to the, the, the T. Yeah. And me and T just clicked right there. Like, yo. Whoa. I remember leaving them like, yo, bro, I love what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you need, holler at me. Yeah. And then I left. And the next day, T was like, yo, were you serious about saying whatever I need? I can holler <laughs> at you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, what do you need? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I want to have another dinner, bro. Let's chill and talk. And I just want to hear where you at. Yeah. And let's see if there's a common ground. And we did that. We chopped it up and realized, hey, bro, we could actually work together mm. in making something. Because there's, I see what I see, you see what you see. Right. And it, it feels very common. Yeah. So let's just do it together. But there's two quite different perspectives in it, I guess. Two different perspectives. Because yeah. I'm coming from the artistry as an artist yeah. and uh, uh, an event organizer as well. Right. And graphics mm. and so many other, you know? Yeah. And T comes from the 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 supporting side where he is yeah. a head. Yeah. T is a hip-hop head. He loves and knows hip-hop. Yeah. And he loves the culture. And he wants the same thing I want, where we want to see it united. Yeah. Because there's so many dope people working in their own little corners. Yeah. Why? And then we were like, you know what? Let's bring them all together, man. Let's make that our mission. Right. And then we agreed on it. And then we were like, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's make it happen. I think it's uh, it's so funny how something as simple as sharing food together can be one of the most um, rewarding experiences when it True. comes to connecting. True. Um, gluing and gelling people together, providing providing an opportunity to have any kind of talk about what's happening. Yeah, you know, because yeah. Um, yeah, I went to my first Breaking Bad bread on the past Thursday. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's just yeah. so good, you know. There's like way more unfamiliar faces than familiar faces. Yeah. And but everyone is just uh, wanting to kind of connect and talk about their thing. Like the context has already been set. Yeah. And then, you know, there's already a high level of enjoyment from the food. Yeah. You know, it's almost hard not to like, um, not to like, you know, chop it up with everyone else. Yeah. You know, and I think uh, I met a couple of the people there that, you know, I'd loosely met at other events. Ah, yes. Um, Now you've got a chance to actually engage with them. Totally. You know, and, 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 you know, get like the story behind the face and, um, but then also meeting completely new different people yeah. as well, yeah. and um, yeah, I think just even if even if breaking bread was just like the networking yeah. meetup yeah. side, I think that would be powerful within itself. But yeah. you guys have already put on one or two gigs. We've done three. Three. One, yeah, yeah. Two. Laundry two cactus. Is that right? Yeah, laundry two cactus. The, the, the third one at cactus was a uh, we was Ruckman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ruckman. Yeah. And now we're working on our... Actually, it was two. Because the first one was the showdown at Laundry. Yep. And that was sold out. And then we did the Ruckman one. Right. I was and thinking the about... the other cr- one was the charity event. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rep Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Cooper, uh, yeah. Martian. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We were supporting that... That gig. Right. I was thinking about um, Kudos's album launch. No, Kudos's album that launch. That was a separate yeah, thing. That, that was a separate thing. Yeah. 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 And then now we're working on the Legends event that's happening on the 24th of November 2023. Tell us about Legends. Tell us what's happening, who's on, and why people should come out. Legends is us giving flowers 
to the legends that have been rocking since day one yeah. here in Melbourne for now. Yeah. Um, we have the legendary Enfa Jones. Powerful. Mantra. Huge. Motley. Insane. Kudos. Quality. 2207. Hey. With uh, Mishap on the, on, the, on the decks. It's a dream team. Bro. And then you I'm are... I'm excited to you be... UMCing. Yeah, I'm hosting. I'm hosting, hosting it up. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. I'm excited to be around them uh, because, like I've been saying, I'm learning. So this is my my time to be on stage and, you know, I'm honored to be calling them out on stage. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm going to be standing there with everybody else. Yeah. Watching this happen. Because Soaking I've it. never seen it happen. Yeah, well, I mean... You know, those I'm, those big names yeah. together. I'm not sure if they've all like shared, because um, Enfer Jones and Mantra have been around for yeah. 20, 25 years or however fucking long. I mean, yeah, yeah. they've been doing it, and me. both made incredible impacts. You know, if you talk to people like Kudos or you know a few other heads, like they'll say that people like Mantra are just massive, uh, massive inspirations. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so that's huge. How did you uh, collect the crew? Did you until you just reach out and they were good to go, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we uh, we we sat down first with T and and just thought of a uh, what our last show should look like. Yeah, to wrap up the year. Yeah, to wrap up the year, and we were like, ah, but nobody's giving legends a spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's let's hit up the legends. Okay. It's like yeah, yeah. I know a few. Let me hit them up. And they started calling them up and everybody was like, all right, we want to hear more. And then we set up a dinner at yeah. Fat and we sat down with everyone and told them, yo, this is what we're thinking. Yeah. We want you guys a part of it. If you're down, let us know. If not, tell us your concerns and let's see if we will meet them somewhere. Yeah. And everybody was like, no, dude, we're down, you know? And yeah. Mantra hasn't even been rapping for like, or he's been AWOL for like a year. Totally. Even like he's been off grid. Yeah. So when I heard his story, I was like, man, people are actually excited to see you. Yeah, it's a kind of like a bit of a comeback gig. You know? Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is, which is what what the culture is about. We need to also commemorate our, our, our legends and show them love, man. Yeah, not you know? forget about them. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, they're still here. They paved the way. So it's yeah. only right for the young ones to know who they are and see how they did their thing. Right. And have a chance to talk to them and yeah. get some advice and learn. Bridge that gap. Yeah, because how are we teaching the young ones how to move if we don't involve them in these kind of spaces? Right. Show them some of the yeah, show them the legends in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it's a, like I, like we were saying now that these kids just picked up the mic and started rapping. Hey. And they looked good on the on the on the mirror and like, yeah man, I'm good at doing this. Yeah, yeah. And they just yeah. stepped out and did it. You totally. know what I mean? Without actually getting some sort of guidance. Yeah. Because and nowadays yeah. it's worse because we don't we don't know how to reach them to guide them. Because that is true. So much happening around their world that we we we're close to seeming boring. Well there's almost like a technological gap between you know, you know, if anybody's, uh, you know, between five and ten years younger than us, I mean, it's a completely different yeah. world. You know, the way they yeah. interact and 
what they interact with and yeah. you know how they think it's even meant to look and, yeah. and sound like yeah. and be that's true yeah that's true so uh, whereabouts here is the venue what's the, what's the uh, venue it's at, it's at Ledbida Hotel huge yeah that's actually pretty massive yeah and we've already sold three phases of our tickets we're on our last phase damn okay and so you gotta snap them up quick yeah yeah get those tickets man like hey. Get those tickets ASAP. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a one great hip hop night, especially one for, I'd say, the underground yeah. hip hop. You know what I mean? That boom bap. All the heads. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's rare to find dope spaces. True. That actually play what you really want to hear. <laughs> yeah, and that support that kind you of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, this yeah. is one of those. So, if you, you're looking for that, this is the place to to head out and go check out. So well, big ups to, to you and T and Breaking Bread. Big up, Phil. You know, I think that what you guys are doing for, you know, the community is, is real. It's impactful. Yeah. It's great. You know, it's um it's a whole lot of value and goodness. Yeah, yeah no, big up, big up, big up. We, we're learning, like we're saying. Hey. We, we keep learning. We keep learning and trying to improve the ways of how to move, you know what I mean, and how to include others and encourage them to always be useful. Mm. There's a thing that, that says that if if nobody uses you, you're useless. Yeah, that's true. So, you got to have some utility, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to get everybody just active and realizing they have potential. Yeah. And not everybody will recognize it, but the few that do, you know, work with them and improve yourself. Hey. Well, um, you know, the podcast is Grounded with Dilly Dave. I would, uh, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be crazy if I didn't ask yeah. you if there was anything that you did to kind of help you keep on track, keep level-headed, keep grounded in terms of like a daily or weekly practice that, you know, kind of helps center and ground you. Is there anything that you do? Bro, I've, I've given up so many times in my life and then I've dusted myself off so many times in hey, my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what keeps me going. Knowing that not everything is going to go my way, but I got to keep going anyway. So it's more about the uh, the mentality or the mindset that enables you to bounce back. Yeah. So it's 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 the resilience. Mm. Knowing that I exist and I have something to contribute in this world. It's purpose. That's it. That's what keeps me going. Now I've got kids and it's another right, reason. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's something you don't even really have to, it's just there yeah, it's that just you have there. to tend to. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And they're going to get to a certain age where they now wise up and know what's what. Right. And they should be looking at me like, dude, you worked your ass off. You did right. this. Right, Because, you know, they're still going to grow up. And, I mean, already my son is just like, yeah, you're not cool, man. I mean, I, <laughs> I, Give I'm me some not, cred. I'm not, I'm not cool. I know I'm not cool. You know, I, it's all good. But uh, tell me that 10 years from now. Right. You know what I mean? When you know the story. Yeah, when you now know. Because right now, you're the coolest person in the house. You yeah. know, you, you yeah, do yeah. all the cool stuff in the house. We, we boring. True. You know what I mean? But true, it's true, cool. True. It's your turn. It's your time to be cool. Yeah, to have the but attention on you. 10 years from now... <laughs> You're going to sit back when you understand and are more mature. Mm. You will tell me if I'm cool or not. For now, let me not be cool, but let me keep moving. <laughs> let me do yeah. my thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Because at the yeah. same time, I'm trying to show show him that 
I I'm I, I'm putting my all in what I like. Mm. I'm doing what I like, and I'm telling you, this is what I want, and I'm going for it. Yeah, it's cool and fine to commit to that and be yeah, all in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and yeah. he he knows how 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 I am received or my my I'm respected in in South Africa. He knows, you know, here is like right. you, you nobody nobody knows you. Like, it's all good. <laughs> but then the other day we were walking and we were at at Crook's Barber. And everybody was like, yo, shiny, yo, shiny. Hey. And then he looked at me. He's like, ah, I think you're becoming cool, but I don't know. I'm like, ah, it's all cool. <laughs> so it's all good, man. You want the whole world to call my name? We'll get there. We're getting there. <laughs> We're on our way, kid. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. Man. That's cool. I really appreciate you sharing, man. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for coming yeah, on. Pick up, pick up, uh, is up. there anything else you want to you know, leave the audience with before we uh, kind of sign off and... Cult, you know, um, wrap it up. I'll leave you guys with one thing: never give up. Okay. Uh, you only live once, and you only die once. <laughs> well, actually, you live forever. You die once. That's Powerful. It. Yeah, yeah. So, do everything that you can while you're still here. Show the people that you love that you love them, um, and be you to your best potential. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Um, live, live, laugh, and live. Powerful. I love it. That's Appreciate it. it, man. Fam, it Fam. was real. It was real. Yo, right. hey, oh, yeah, by the way, keep checking out this podcast, man. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on the monkey bar, kid. I love that. F you, Nestle. All right, catches.